بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation of the concise admonition by Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala and we have reached the end of this great and classical book and in it now Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah is reminding the person who asked the question as to that which would be beneficial to him he now is telling him and directing him towards the books of guidance and he directed him towards some of the books of hadith and from that was the merits of Sahih al-Bukhari and he mentioned that in the books that are classified there isn't anything better than the book of Sahih Muhammad bin Ismail al-Bukhari rahimahullahu ta'ala and we gave some parts of the biography some information on the biography of Al-Imam Al-Bukhari rahimahullah and his book Sahih Al-Bukhari you can find that inshallah on the site in the class that preceded this one then he mentioned the following he said however Sahih Al-Bukhari on its own is not sufficient to establish the ilm and is not sufficient for the one who seeks depth in knowledge then you need to know other narrations and also the sayings of the people of fiqh of jurisprudence and the people who are specialized from the knowledgeable scholars and then he said and that the ummah أوعبت الأم في كل فن من فنون العلم إيعابة that the أم gathered and didn't leave anything from the sciences of knowledge except that it took from it abundantly and comprehensively meaning the أم of محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم and studied it and researched it and deducted from it from that we know all the uloom of Al-Quran and the uloom of tafsir and the uloom of creeds uloom is plural of ilm of knowledge and uloom al-hadith وعلم al-fiqh وعلم al-usool the ilm of foundations of sharia وعلم العربية وعلم البلاغة eloquence and the علم of poetry and the علم of dictation and the علم of art writing and of literature of linguistics and the علم concerning the stars and the علم of lineage علم الأنساب and the علم of طب the علم of medicine and the ilm of tawarikh and of history and of geography and others each of these uloom under it lies also many uloom take for example ilm al-hadith the ilm of hadith under which there are many branches like ilm al-riwaya the ilm of the text 
narration, the text in the narrations. I'm sorry, the ilm the ilm of transmission of the narrators and their conditions as well of the text and its defects and also its correctness. Also the the text meaning the, the text of the narrations itself and ilm and the under and, and the understanding of the text and ilm rijal and the ilm of men. This ummah brought amazing things concerning all sorts of ulum and this is not attained by any other nation before it and one should not really be wondering as to why because this ummah is khayru ummatin ukhrijat linnas because this ummah is the best of nations ever brought to mankind and if you wonder why because it is the ummah to which the best of messengers had been sent and it is the ummah upon which the best of books had been sent so it is a, a blessed ummah the most knowledgeable of all nations and most pious and most noble of all nations yet it is the last of nations the final and it is in terms of lifespan the shorter in terms of lifespan of it of the people but it acquired from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then through the blessings of the Prophet acquired this great deal of good Shaykh al-Islam said in his book Naqdul Mantiq anyone who studies and contemplates the conditions of people in the world would find that the Muslims are the most keen and most upright intellectually and that they attain within the shortest period from the realities of knowledge and actions many folds greater than those attained by others in centuries and in generations he said also وَكَذَلِكَ أَهْلُ السُنَّةِ وَالْحَدِيثِ they are as such most keen in their knowledge that's why because he said لِأَنَّ and this is a great benefit he said, لِأَنَّ اَعْتِقَادَ الْحَقِّ الثَّابِتِ يُقَوِّ الْإِدْرَاكَ وَيُصَحِّحُهُ لِأَنَّ إِدْرَاكَ أَوْ إِنَّ اَعْتِقَادَ الْحَقِّ الثَّابِتِ يُقَوِّ الْإِدْرَاكَ وَيُصَحِّحُهُ That is because believing in the truth which is affirmed 
they affirm the truth strengthens the ability to comprehend and correct it and this is a very great benefit being on the correct creed has its positive impact on one's ability to comprehend and understand and he said what means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided through the barakah of the Prophet sallallahu prophethood Allah guided men through that and by that which he brought from guidance which ended up bringing so much beneficial knowledge and righteous deeds and great morality to the ummah and to the believers such that if all the wisdoms of all other nations and their deeds would not stand to be in any comparison to what this ummah had attained and Imam Ibn Qayyim also spoke about these matters extensively in his book Hidayatul Hayara Fi Ajwibati Al-Yahudi Wa Nasara Guiding the perplexed ones in responding to the Jews and the Christians he said, if one measures all that which is with the rest of nations other than this ummah from knowledge and guidance and compares it to what this ummah had attained, he would find no comparison. Although the other nations may be more knowledgeable in arithmetic and in engineering and in mathematics and in putting many amazing instruments and in chemical industry and in agriculture and in the knowledge of music and tunes and tones and others other sciences which is between a knowledge of no benefit and between delusions and also of knowledges which are which which it's then or their benefits is only for this life and it's not for the hereafter and this also does not negate the fact that even Muslims in these sciences the worldly sciences like medicine and engineering and so forth had a lot of progress when the deen was strong with them historical evidences stand as a proof as to places like in Baghdad and in Andalusia in Spain witness stand as a witness to the great progress that this ummah had in the worldly sciences even the Europeans 
took for their worldly life many from the works much of the works of the Muslims in, this, in these fields and they progressed as we see them now sufficient to stand as a witness on this is the situation of the city of Qurtuba the origin of were the sciences and a center for Islamic sciences it was a center of medicine and even some of the people of knowledge said in medicine was not known except by or in that city to the extent that the king of Lyon who was famous for his nickname As-Samin As-Samin meaning the fat one was urged to move and travel to this city to take the medicine from a person who was famous during his era And so he sent for this physician and the physician responded telling the king of Lyon's messenger إِنْ كَانَ لِلْمَلِكِ حَاجَ If the king is in need of me, let him come to me. Sheikh Islam now continues in the text to say فَمَنْ نَوَّرَ اللَّهُ قَلْبَهُ هَدَاهُ بِمَا يُبَلِّغُهُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ فَمَنْ نَوَّرَ اللَّهُ قَلْبَهُ هَدَاهُ بِمَا يَبْلُغُهُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ رَذَرْ وَمَنْ أَعْمَاهُ لَمْ تَزِدْهُ كَثْرَةُ الْكُتُبِ إِلَّا حِيرَةً وَضَلَالًا He said the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enlightens his heart He will guide him even with the little knowledge he may have And he may even not be yani, a man of comprehension. وَمَنْ أَعْمَى لَمْ تَزِدْهُ كَثْرَةُ الْكُتُبِ إِلَّا حِيرَةً وَضَلَالًا As to the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blinds. Meaning the, the, the blinding of his insight, that of the heart. And misguides, misguides him, then the many books he may have will only increase him in hira, in perplexity and hesitation and misguidance from the truth so the true one who is guided, the one who is guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who enlightens his insight and makes him know the truth and bestows upon him following of the truth this is the truly guided one and the one who is misguided Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blinds his insight and turns him away from the truth so the matter is the matter is a matter of guidance of success and this is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone books and It's not the books alone. The books 
and the messengers and the callers they guide the guidance of direction as to the guidance of tawfiq and success and inspiration and acceptance of the truth and knowing falsehood and keeping away from it this is in the hands of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he sees this person fit for that he puts guidance in his heart and there is no doubt that guidance has its causes and from its causes is su'alullah al-hidayah asking Allah for guidance so books even though they can be too many and they could also be books of knowledge and guidance are not sufficient to guide man if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not bestow upon him the guidance of success Qala ta'ala an bil'am bin ba'ura in surah al-a'raf 7 ونسفتيفايف ذلك مثل القوم الذين كذبوا بآياتنا فاقصص القصص لعلهم يتفكرون I recite to them the story of him to whom we gave our ayat and his name is Bal'am bin Ba'ura but he threw them away so shaitan followed him up and he became so shaitan followed him up and he became of those who went astray and had we willed we would surely have elevated him therewith but he clung to the earth and followed his own vain desire so his description is the description of a dog in tahmil alayhi yalhath aw tatrukhu yalhath next statement please in tahmil alayhi yalhath aw tatrukhu yalhath ذلك مثل القوم الذين كذبوا بآياتنا if you drive him away he lulls his tongue out or if you leave him away alone he still lulls his tongue out such is the description of the people who reject our ayat our proofs, our evidences, our signs so relate the stories perhaps they may reflect فقصص القصصة لعلهم يتفكرون then Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, we go now back to the text of Shaykh al-Islam in his concise admonition. He said, كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ لِزِيَادْ بِنْ لُبَيْدْ الْأَنْصَارِ أَوَلَيْسَتِ التَّوْرَاتُ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ عِنْدَ الْيَهُودِ وَالنَّصَارَى Since he was talking about the books and that the books alone cannot be a guidance. Then he said, أَوَلَيْسَتِ التَّوْرَاتُ He related the hadith of the Prophet عند اليهود والنصارى فماذا تغني عنهم isn't the Torah, the Torah and the Injil with the Jews and the Christians respectively فماذا تغني عنهم is it of any avail to them is it availing them the Torah the Torah is the book which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
sent upon his prophet Musa السلام, and it's a great book comprised light and guidance as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it in Surah Al-Ma'idah chapter 5 verse 44 قال الله تعالى إنا أنزلنا التوراة فيها هدى ونور يحكم بها النبيون الذين أسلموا للذين هادوا والربانيون والأحبار بما استحفظوا من كتاب الله Verily we did send down the Torah to Musa Therein was guidance and light Guidance and light By which the prophets Who submitted themselves to Allah's will Judged the Jews And the rabbis and the priests Who judged the Jews by the Torah After those prophets For them was entrusted the protection of Allah's book And they were witnesses thereto وَقَالَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ In Surah Al-An'am in 6, 154 ثُمَّ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ تَمَامًا عَلَى الَّذِي أَحْسَنَ وَتَفْصِيلًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةً لَعَلَّهُمْ بِلِقَاءِ رَبِّهِمْ يُؤْمِنُونَ Then we gave Musa the book, the Torah, to complete our favor upon those who would do right and explaining all things in detail and a guidance and a mercy that they might believe in the meeting with their Lord. And so much you find the Qur'an in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala links the Qur'an, links between the Qur'an and the Torah. Because they are the most, the greatest books that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed. And the Qur'an is the greatest and most great of them all. This is the Torah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent upon Musa alayhi salam. As the Torah which exists nowadays, then alterations and changes touched it and therefore it is not reliable <coughs> for, it, for its authenticity and that's why the Quran abrogated all the previous books <coughs> as to the Injil <coughs> it is the great book which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent upon Isa السلام, completing the Torah and supporting the Torah and agreeing with the Torah in most of the legal matters. Remember these words. These are words of benefit concerning the, the, the Injil with respect to the Torah. <coughs> a completion and a support and in agreement in most of the legal matters. And it's a book which leads to guidance and uprightness and to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And after Isa alterations and changes in the Injil occurred and additions to it and omissions were done. So then the Prophet said, Famada Tuni Anhu. It doesn't what يعني, what does it avail them? Because when they turned away and became haughty and disdainful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't then guide them guide them because of that, because they turned away. When they turned away, Allah turned their hearts. So these books did not avail them. Even the book, the final message, the Quran. The greatest of all books and the best and most comprehensive. And the best of guidance could be a proof for the person and it could be a proof against him. As the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith 
which is narrated by Muslim, Al-Quran hujjatun lak, or hujjatun alayk. The Quran is a proof for you or against you. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ in Surah Al-Isra' in 1782 وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَلَا يَسِيلُ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا خَسَرًا And we send down from the Quran that which is a healing and a mercy to those who believe and it increases the ظالمين the polytheists oppressors, the unjust and the wrongdoers nothing but loss وقال تعالى إن سورة التوبة إن 9.124.125 وإذا ما أنزلت سورة فمنهم من يقول أيكم زادته هذه إيمانا فأما الذين آمنوا فزادتهم إيمانا وهم يستبشرون وأما الذين في قلوبهم مرض فزادتهم رسا إلى رسهم وماتوا وهم كافرون And whenever there comes down a surah some of them, the hypocrites say, which of you has had his faith increased by it? As for those who believe, it has increased their faith, and they rejoice. But as for those in whose hearts is a disease of doubt, of disbelief, of hypocrisy, it will add suspicion and doubt to their suspicion, disbelief and doubt, and they die while they are disbelievers. Some of the Salaf said, ما جالس أحد القرآن فقام عنه سالما بل إما أن يربح وإما أن يخسر ثم تلا قوله وننزل من القرآن. From Surah Al-Isra 82 he recited. Some of the Salaf said, no one sits with the Quran meaning to recite and read. And leaves it safe. Either he wins or he loses. Then he recited the verse from Surah Al-Isra. People will be either losers or winners when they deal with the Quran. So in short, the beneficial books lead to the truth and guide to it yet it's inevitable that with that the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the success and this is attained through the means of nearness that brings the person closer to Allah and humbling oneself before him and asking him for success and guidance then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah in the text of his book finished his book by saying فنسأل الله العظيم أن يرزقنا الهدى والسداد ويلهمنا رجدنا ويقينا شر أنفسنا وأن لا يزيغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هدانا ويهب لنا من لدنه رحمة, من لدنه رحمة إنه هو الوهاب والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلواته على أشرف المرسلين Then Sheikh Islam ended his treaties by saying We ask Allah the most magnificent the most great to bestow upon us guidance and uprightness and leads us to rushd, our rushd being able to know what is good for us 
and what's bad for us and act properly. وَيَقِينَ شَرَّ أَنفُسِنَا and protect us from the evils of ourselves from the evil of ourselves and that he does not turn away our hearts after he guided us and that he bestows upon us from him mercy from him he is the one who is a bestower the one who bestows and he is the all praise is due to him the lord of Al-Alameen and may his salah be upon the most noble of the messengers this ends the book of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah in this dua which is deducted from the book and the sunnah so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jazahu Allah an al-Islam wal muslimin khair al-jazah may Allah reward him abundantly on behalf of Islam and Muslims and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa jama'ana wa iyyah وإخواننا المسلمين في دار كرامته إنه سميع قريب أمي الله سبحانه وتعالى make us from those who meet with him and our Muslim brothers in the abode of his his noble abode paradise سبحانه وتعالى he is the all here most close وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this effort and to make it of a benefit for myself and for the sharih and for the listener. Walhamdulillahi ladhi bin'amatihi tatimu salih.